All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Golden Matchbook Podcast. And uh, I'm Andy, and today, Mr. Jarlo Alano is here. Hello. And that means we're going to talk about stretching, because it's pretty much the only thing he knows about. It seems so. <laughs> After 30 dozen articles and hours and hours of video, right. which is all... Yeah, well, I think that this is really interesting, though, because like you said, uh, how many hours of YouTube video, how many thousands of words of articles, uh, what, nine, nine plus hours of tutorial in, our, in focus flexibility? Mm-hmm. Not including the, the routines. Uh, right. right. Like over the past, uh, you know, 10 years about we've we have really just exhaustively uh, put out a lot of information on stretching and getting flexible and what, what to do and why and all that stuff. And it's something that we still have people that it's something that despite that, and despite lots of other people putting out a ton of information on it, it's under misunderstood or not understood and people still have questions. Right. Right. And I think it's because it's the, it's the difficulty of it. And I think you said before, like, if you're even thinking about stretching, that means you're not flexible. Right. Right. I mean, it's just sort of a, this becomes this, that thing. And, you know, it's, it's almost, well, it's like, uh, it's sort of that whole bell curve thing. So let's talk about it and say with a different aspect of fitness, like say being strong, mm-hmm. you know, when you start out, and you're not strong at all, maybe you haven't done anything like strength work, either you like running a lot, or you did different kind of sports or activities, or you did nothing at all. And then you decided, well, I, I should get stronger, I need to, you know, build muscle, you know, get my bones stronger, all that stuff. And you start, and you're weak, you're, you are objectively weak as shit, right? right. Because the bar is so he- is too heavy for you, or that, you know, that dumbbell is too heavy for you. And so you don't like it. You don't like it. It's not fun. It's not like fun it. proving to yourself that you're weak. Yeah. Why would you like that? Yeah. So the same thing with stretching. You start out, right? You're like, man, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to follow this YouTube video. And then this person who could be really good is talking to you, doing the thing, showing you, oh, you can adjust it like this. And, and you can't, and you're like, well, I can't even do that at all. Right. Right. It's the same thing. The, in the strength thing, you're weak as shit. The flexibility thing, you're tight as shit. And it's not fun. No. Not fun at all. And you're yeah. banging your head against the wall. And you know, it's very reasonable to go, well, man, I don't like this at all. Why should I do it? Right. And I think that's really the situation where a lot of people that need stretching most... Uh, their experience with it because they need it, their experiences with it, especially early on are not pleasurable right? and are not usually very effective because actually what most people think of as stretching is usually not very effective. There's, you know, the, the kind of just like, you know, sit down and stick out your legs and try to touch your toes and keep reaching. But that's, you know, that's not a good way to stretch, but so we've got this thing where what people think is their natural inclination to try to do is actually not good. So a lot of people stop there, but then even if they do go and look for better information and try that, it's still frustrating. It's still difficult. And 
even if you do everything right, it still takes time. Right. And that's the main thing too. Like it, it doesn't take weeks. And for some people, it doesn't even take months. It takes years. Right. And, and for some reason, well, it's not even for some reason. In general, human beings are impatient. Right. It takes I've meditation. I've never noticed this. It takes coursework. It takes therapy, like, you know, psychological therapy to remove the impatience. <laughs> right. And so when you have something like fitness, whether it's getting stronger or losing fat or being more flexible or, or any of these things, you know, we bring that, you know, inherent impatience with us. Yeah. Right. And, and it's important because all of this stuff has nuance, like, yeah, sitting down on your butt and reaching as forward as, as much as you can and straining isn't a good stretch when you're first learning. And, but for me right now, I could actually do it and get something out of it. Right. Right. Uh, or if you were some kind of other, you know, perform, uh, performing artist athlete, because everyone's like, oh, static stretching is terrible. No one should hold static stretches. You need to move and be dynamic. Right. Then you, then you look at what actual professional performing artists right. do and they're just kind of hanging out, stretching. And you're like, wait yeah. a minute. Well, this is, this is a point that we've made so many times before. Uh, if, you, if you look on the internet, uh, a lot of the lay experts, a lot of the, the people that are trying to present themselves as authorities will, will say, oh, uh, static stretching doesn't work. You know, you should never do any static or passive stretches at all. They're just completely ineffective. But then you look at the people who are actually flexible and you'll see that aside from there, there are some people that are genetically or otherwise just predisposed to flexibility. That, totally. Those people, they're, they're some very lucky people. And there's some people that that goes too far and have hypermobility or whatever too. Right. But outside of that small, very small percentage of people, the overwhelming majority of people who are flexible have spent a ton of time doing static stretching, just hanging out, passive statics, active statics, but just hanging out in those yeah, positions. Yeah, a lot of that. And then, you know, there's nuance to all of this. And it's not saying, oh, we're suggesting that everyone does that. Nope. Right. So that's, that's what we were talking about earlier. You say one thing and then it's totally construed as something fully different. Well, right. we, no. So what's happening is you have to look at what is it being used for and who is the person that's doing it. Right. Right. And so static stretching for me, I'll just use myself as an example because I've been doing this since I was like 12 or whatever. For me, it's a time to relax. I actually can get in those positions and relax into mm -hmm. the stretch. Didn't Popple write a book saying that? Relax in the stretch. <laughs> yeah. And so I can do that. And it's good for me. If you, as a beginner or someone else that's you know not used to stretching, were to do that, then it's totally wrong. Yeah. That's the truth. Right. But does that mean it's totally wrong for the rest, for everyone else? Or even with you, if, would it be totally wrong as if you were able to do it, you know, if over time you were able to do it? Would it be wrong to get into a position that you can get into and hang out there? Right. No, that would be, that's exactly what we're trying to see. And so with all the stuff, uh, you know, you look at our material and, uh, you know, we do advocate moving in and out of the stretch. 
gradually, right? And and a lot of that is because, and I've said this before, where you want to convince your body, right? Kind of step out of our body and kind of look at it, mm -hmm. right? You know, that's wrong, right? Treating our body as an object to look at outside of ourselves. <laughs> but anyway, we're trying to convince our body that it's okay to be in these positions. Right. And if you are, that means automatically, if you are in a position and it doesn't feel okay, you're doing it wrong. Right. But if, it, if you're in a position that's, that feels okay and somewhat approximates the person on the YouTube video, and that's another really important thing. It doesn't have to be exactly like what the person looks like right. on the video, like or us in our pictures or us in our programs. You have to approximate the shape of this person to feel like that. Mm -hmm. Then you're correct. You know, so I this is pretty rambling. And so I could totally see how confusing this is to someone just kind of looking at it, which is yeah. why we've written like two dozen articles with hours and you know, hours of video, how many podcasts, right? You know, yet, yet another podcast on stretching and flexibility. Right. And so, well, I think that, so there's a lot of things here. And like you said, we, we could ramble on this for a long time and fill up a lot of time, but let's talk a little bit about that last point you made uh, about, so people see the video or the picture or whatever, they see us doing a thing and uh, they, there's two things that can happen. Uh, well, there's a lot of things that can happen, but there's, there's two things, two kind of like mistakes that come up with that is one, you compare yourself to us and say, well, they're not exactly like me. So this won't work. Right. And the other is you say, I'm going to try it, but then you still try from where you are to do the thing exactly the way somebody who's much further along can. Right. Either one right. of those is going to be a mistake. And, and it's a really natural mistake because yeah. you're trying to learn something, right? That you don't know. You try to, yeah. And you're trying to learn something you don't know what you're supposed to do. And also, isn't the natural thing when you're trying to learn something from somebody who's teaching you to emulate them? Right. It, it makes sense and you should. But instead of trying to emulate them or emulate what you think they want you to do, you have to emulate the concepts and the principles that that person is trying to show you if right. they're good, right. right? If the teacher is really good, that's what they're trying to teach you. They're not trying to teach you to be a carbon copy and fully imitate and mimic what they're doing. That's wrong. Exactly. Right? And I think that's something that across the board, when you look at good teachers in any discipline, music, physical activity, math, right? Any of that stuff the highest level teachers go beyond the rote stuff. They're not going to hit your hand with a, with a ruler. If you don't trace this uh, letter exactly like you, you know, like the, you showed them in, in that book. You right. Know, uh, apologies to the Catholic nuns that are in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like you said, principles and concepts. And so we made a video a few years ago that now has like almost a million views. And it, it's kind of embarrassing because when we made this video, we thought we were going to be helpful and answer a question. And it turns out that we did not look at it from the perspective of the people who needed it. Mm, and right. so we made a video trying to explain some principles and concepts of how to stretch 
if you are very stiff. And what that means is if you can't get into the positions, the base positions of a lot of stretches, like for example, if you cannot sit down on the ground and stretch your feet in front of you with your back straight and your knees uh, straight, a lot of people cannot do that, but that's the quote unquote beginning position of a forward fold stretch, right? Right. So if you can't do that, we made this video to try to explain some concepts, right? Bend right. your knees if you need to. Keep the back straight and bend only to the point that you can. You reach behind you and push against the floor or an object or something if you need right. to, right? We made these suggestions, but what happened is people responded to what they saw in the first 10 seconds of the video and none of the things, zero of the things that were actually said throughout the video. And the reason right. is because we had a person who, from our perspective, was pretty stiff. Right. But compared to a lot of people, was not as stiff as them. Right. It was demonstrating the exercises. And so even though the information, the concepts and principles that we tried to express were you know, exactly what has worked for many, many people, people saw a person that was not as stiff as them and immediately said, I mean, you can, you can, if you go to that video, you can see there's just like hundreds of comments of people saying that person's not stiff. Right. Therefore stiff. everything in this video is bullshit. Right. I'm stiff. I had surgery. I'm 155 years old. Right. This, these kind of, you know, and, and I am actually making fun of these people because some of the comments were ridiculous. <laughs> some of some them, them were absolutely ridiculous. Some of them were absolutely ridiculous. Some of them were very reasonable. Mm -hmm. But also, it, it's a problem of the medium, too. Because uh, let's just kind of look at what we just said. Like, look at the nuances of, okay, I can't sit down with my, you know, with my back even straight at all. Mm -hmm. Right. So that means we have to show a video of someone fully bent over in that kyphotic posture right right can't even sit up and really they shouldn't be doing that right they shouldn't be doing it at all so does that mean we need to make another video of that particular thing you're right. you're, you're talking about well because variations. then we get the video because the people that are over six three will complain about any video with a person under six feet right Right. Anybody there's, there's, over 225 pounds or so will complain about a video of somebody under 180. Right. Uh, so anybody who's female will complain about a video things. of a male. This is not true. I'm not saying this is right. all people who are, but we will get these complaints. You know, it would be nice to see somebody tall doing this or, you know, you never show any women. We do show women. We have many women that we feature in our videos all the time. But if a woman is not in this particular video, we get the you never show right. women comment. Or every single video. Right. Or every single second of every video. So this is what we're talking about with like trying to help people and trying to please people. Uh, this is something I wrote in my, uh, you know, one of those, one of our personal blogs about when I turned 45 earlier this mm -hmm. year, right? We got into this trying to help people. It was about 10, 12 years ago, you know, even before GMB started putting ourselves out there. They're like, yeah, I'm just going to share a little bit of what I'm doing and what's helped our, my clients and patients. And it was, I think it'll be great. It'll be good. You know, this was back in the time where, you know, the information wasn't that great. Right. Right. And we're like, we have some stuff to share, you know, and people were encouraging us and we're doing stuff. And then, yeah, like I think you were saying like a few years ago, this kind of overall discourse of, I don't know if it's entitlement or, 
or just general lack of like civility of you know giving a person at least some benefit of the doubt right right what are you trying to sell me i was like well nothing in this video i i see no i see no products here to sell right so i don't know i mean this is another tangent it's sort of like what it but it, it fits into it what are your expectations when you're trying to when you're looking at you know you're searching for uh, how to to get more flexible or how to get stronger because there's some reason these right. people are watching the video right and so do you want to learn stretching from somebody who is not flexible that's another thing too we've also had that where we've like tried to show this kind of thing and they're like okay I'll, I'll use this person mm-hmm. and he's like what's the what's one of the first comments that comes up well, that guy can't even do it Right. Why should I learn from him? Right. Dude, what are we supposed to do then? Right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we could, we could quickly get into a thing where we're basically just saying everybody who watches all of our stuff is a bunch of idiots, which of <laughs> course that's not true. No, right? but the, uh, we don't think that, but the problem is, is that, all right. So you and Ryan and I, Ryan, Jarlo and I, all, all three of us were, were what? five six to five eight where it you know ten to fifteen percent body fat we're fairly strong fairly flexible and we've been practicing physical disciplines for you know 20 to 40 years right like all of us like 30 plus years right right okay so we are not normal yeah we're not normal and we get this we get this extremely well but here's the thing is that we've also worked with many, many thousands of people and all of the things that we teach are proven to work with many kinds of people. So for example, uh, you know, I can't, I can't stretch because I'm not flexible and I'm old and I'm not into fitness like you guys. So this is impossible for me. Well, let us introduce you to Charlie. Charlie started, uh, focus flexibility when he was 63. Uh, he was a cabinet maker. Isn't he? Wasn't he? Right. Yeah. yeah. Stiff as all hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little overweight. Not not grossly, but a little overweight. Uh, right. And had not been working out consistently for decades. I'm not a lifelong athlete. Just a guy. And he decided that he was. He started doing elements, and he wanted to get more flexible, and he started doing FF. And over a few months. Not immediately, over a few months of very consistent, concerted effort, Charlie got to a pretty passable front split. Right. Not all the way down, right? But it was extremely impressive. Very impressive. And the thing that makes it work isn't that Charlie is a freak or that he's genetically gifted or lucky. The thing that makes it work is that he did the right things right consistently for a long time. Right. He also... With, you know, with that particular program, it was pretty information dense. Yes. But I think what he did was he, he listened to what we had to say and he did it he put the time in and he decided, okay, well, I'm just going to trust these guys for a little bit right? and, and work on it. Now, and that's another thing to say. It's like, oh, just do the program. Don't have any questions. Just do it, do it, do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course that's wrong. But you look at it and you kind of take what we're saying at face value and, and 
And if you have questions, you know, we had support do all these things. Right. But there was obviously something in it that he was like, all right, now let's, let's do it. Let's take a chance. Right. Let's give a little bit of benefit of doubt and let's see where it takes it from here. And I think what you said there is especially important is that it took months. Mm-hmm. It took months. It takes a long time to improve your body. Right. And, and stretching in particular, because what you're doing is you're making structural changes to your body. Yeah. So there, there's a couple ways, uh, and you know, this is not, when, when you first start out stretching, right, and you do it well, and you kind of convince your body it's okay, you actually do improve several degrees, you know, markedly within say 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. Your stretching tolerance improves. You do that, but that's actually a trick. Yeah. This is just neurological tricks, right? A neurological trick. And then, and the neat thing that happens is as you repeat that trick a few days in a row, you can actually within a pretty short amount of time, I mean, within a month, even you can get to where you can repeat that trick quickly. Right. And that's another thing too. So you're repeating that trick, but still that trick does result in greater range of motion. Right. And then over time, when you're doing that, the structural changes happen over months. Right. Uh, I think there's studies that say it does take four, six, nine months, but it's not saying you won't see any changes within that before that time. What you're saying is that, uh, and this is what you alluded to before when like some people are more flexible than others. Some people are, are a lot less flexible than others. And it's sort of like this, uh, this, it's this neurological stretch reflex game that some people, uh, if you think about it as a knob, and mm. some people are turned all the way damn up about not that your muscles don't want to go anywhere. They yeah. just don't, right? And those, and those are the ones probably making these comments. Mm-hmm. And it's harder. And so yeah. we're not making fun of that because we know it happens. Because, and again, like you said, thousands of clients, uh, my case patients, where I've seen that. Right. And then there's yeah, the not other... just ours, like lots yeah. of people, like I know uh, Kit Laughlin has many thousands of clients all over the world got flexible. Our friend Emmett Lewis teaches people right. how to Absolutely. like touch their head to their toe very successfully and frequently, right? Lots right. of people can get these results. This is not something that we made up or own. And that's another thing too. It's like, look at, look at uh, results across the board around the world, different levels of teacher, teachers doing different things. Even, even if just in general, you say yoga, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows. As a is. very general vanilla, broad blanket kind of thing. Right. So what's been happening over the last 50, 60 years with that? Right. And I say that because it's really not thousands of years old. Sorry. <laughs> right. Right. Sitting cross-legged is thousands of years old. Yes. Right. Doing a particular posture with your head, like wrapped around your ankle is not thousands of years old. But anyway, those are objective, real results. Mm-hmm. And they're not like abnormal people that are just, oh my God, they were just flexible anyway. Right. That's not, that's not true. How could it be true? It can't. It just can't. The math isn't there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing is that it's really easy to dismiss things when like we said at the beginning, if you're needing to stretch, you probably aren't flexible. So right. yeah, it's very easy to dismiss people that 
are have a different experience of that from you, right? Right. Or, but the thing is, is that you can't dismiss that there are people that have been where you are and have improved over time and got results from it. And so then the real question is, what should you do, right? right? And I think one of the main things you should do is if you are very stiff, and because we can't really teach you to stretch in a podcast, but we do have a very excellent article and accompanying video on our website uh, that we'll link to uh, in the notes for this show on how to adjust stretches to make them easier for you if you're very stiff, right? Right. Uh, So that's one thing that you should definitely do. Check that out. Do what it says. And don't get discouraged because it's difficult. It can seem like we're making fun, but we're not really making fun of people that we're definitely not making fun of people that try to do this. We're not making fun of people who are stiff. We right. do make fun of the attitude that, you know, I'm not exactly like the person I'm on video, therefore it's bullshit. Right. Right. Like that knee jerk reaction is what we're making fun of. Right. Because if you are actually uh, sincere and genuine and right. by default, I'm going to say that most people are. Yeah. Like when we go on the Google and you type in, how can I do this? Or how can I do this? How can I improve my my flexibility, you are doing that for a reason and you mm-hmm. want to improve yourself. So the first thing along with that is, is kind of changing where your mindset is. You know, we always talk about the fixed mindset versus growth mindset, from Carol yeah. Dweck, right? To the point now that it's like, you know, it's part of the vernacular, right? I remember when it first came out, it's like, whoa, it's huge. But anyway, that's true. If you, it's, again, going back to expectations, you know, if you go into a thing just ready to debunk it. Oh, I'm ready to prove him wrong. Yep. Stretching doesn't work. I'm going to prove you wrong. Well, what do you think is going to happen, dude? <laughs> that you're going to magically, oh my God, I can, I, I was wrong. <laughs> I surprised myself. Right. <laughs> but so that's the first thing is that you, you, you have to kind of go back and check your own premises, you know, clean slate wipe you know wipe the table all that uh what is that unfill your coffee cup you know all that stuff <laughs> what is that oh yeah empty your cup empty, right? your, empty cup. your cup but but it's true though and then you and listen critically to mm-hmm. what we're trying to say or any other teacher is trying to say you know and it's hard because then you look at someone you know never trust a skinny chef type of thing right, right? you know but or a bald you know, barber or you know whichever yeah. trope you want to pull out yeah any of these things but it's it's true though it's, it's actually that you are fighting human nature mm-hmm. right if, if you are radically overweight you know something brought you there it's frustrating it's very hard yeah and, and then you are you going to take the advice of someone who's skinny because you're like automatically your head's going to be like well fuck this dude Right. He has no idea where I'm coming from. Well, maybe he does, or maybe he doesn't. Right. But who has he worked with or who has she worked with? Mm-hmm. What are the per- things this person is saying? Are they trying to sell you a diet tea and supplements or are they actually trying to help you? Right. Are they right. talking about principles and concepts that make sense or are they right. trying to sell you something or giving you some sensational stuff? Right. And I think that's the first thing. And then you can go into it with looking and, and seeing the information for what it is and, and, and look, be critical about your thinking and, and, and then sense if it's valuable or not. 
it's very easy to, to decide something right away, right? Oh, that's really good. Or, oh, that's really bad. Right. To me, both of those things are, are wrong. Right. right. Yeah. And this is the thing is, I mean, we do form, we do form impressions very quickly. And then we, we use logic to justify those. It's true. Uh, but I think that, you know, that's one of the things that as we mature and as we grow up and just like start being a little more wise about life, we realize that, you know, we do need to think back and you know, reevaluate those impressions. So like the first video we did of stretching for stiff people, you know, like I said, first 10 seconds, people are like, oh, that guy's not stiff, you know, and then discredit, discount the, the entire rest of the thing, right? Uh, so then we made another video that, you know, shows more adjustments for these things. And again, the person wasn't stiff enough for some people's taste, sure. but uh, we had many more people that actually uh, were able to watch that video and learn from it and see what we were showing, see how to, you know, use props like a pillow or a chair or something to take some weight off, to increase the leverage, uh, decrease the range, these things that we discuss in that article I mentioned. Uh, right. All of these things, and when people approach us with an open mind, and they may have that first impression that, oh, these people, you know, they've never been as stiff as me, they don't know, but I'm going to hear them out and see what they have to say. That's right. And then and I'm so going to try this. That's right. And those people actually come back and tell us, hey, that's really helpful. That, that's, uh, so there's two things there, right? It's both this, our presentation of it, because it's fully, you have to be, we have to be responsible for, for that too. Right. Right. There's we're we're learning ways. all the time and we're learning all the time. We're trying to get better. <laughs> right. And, and, and we are thankfully improving ourselves improving how we present information and, and doing all the things like, remember that first, uh, floor, floor one right. that we did years ago. I remember the stretching, the stretching sequence for that. I remember that distinctly because you were like, okay, I guess it's time to do the stretching thing now. Right. Right. And so I just, I sat down, I did it. And I think I did it in one take. It was like yeah. 30 minutes in one take, which is hilarious, right? But if we were to do that now and just have had that as our stretching thing, right? No, no, no way. It wouldn't have helped. Nobody would anybody. be able to follow it. Right. right. Nobody would be able to follow it, but it's something we thought we could do that back then. And, and so there's that. And then there's your own mindset of going in and, and trying to learn a thing, right? Mm -hmm. But it, it's also with us and, and presenting it in the right way presenting it in a way that we feel is helpful and also taking feedback and, and working with it. Right. And, uh, we we actually did another one where, uh, so we have our hip mobility routine that, uh, we did a few years ago. It's had like millions of views. Yep. Did really well helped so many people. I love yeah. reading some of these comments. Like, yeah. Right. Oh, and that's that another thing. one where we, we've gotten like so many comments that were just people love that routine and have been, there's people that have been doing it consistently for years now. Right. Right. And then there's a few that are just like, I just can't do this or I can't do that. And there's one movement in particular, that frog stretch that just kills people, man. Right. Like there's it's like, hard. I swear there's like a thousand comments dedicated to just the frog stretch sucks right. or, <laughs> or like, or right. it's really hard or man, that hurts. So this is us learning from that. We, by the time this episode goes live, actually we'll have updated uh, our hip mobility article with a new video that addresses some of these things and makes an easier version of this hip mobility uh, routine yeah. with some modified versions. And, and, and so that's another thing, right? It's the presentation and the medium. When we first did it, it was bec because I just 
I remember the first one was I just filmed it right before I was ready to teach a kickboxing class. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll share this. You know, I shared it on my, you know, Instagram or Facebook, or whatever. And then we put it out there on the YouTube. And then all of a sudden <laughs> we're like, why is this getting like tens of thousands of views? <laughs> What's right. going on with this? And so we, we kind of ported it over and Ryan shot it and made it better. And then we kind of put instructions around it. But that was also our thing where, okay, we're just sort of explaining what this thing is. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, we don't teach like that though. Like I wouldn't have had this routine given to my patients, any patient that I had. Right. Right. From 10 years old to 70. No, that's not what, what I would have done. Right. Right. And so that's what I meant about presentation is like a lot of times I, you know, say those eight particular stretches, I show a way to do it for one or two of them. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're probably sitting down in a chair. And that's right. exactly what, uh, what we did with this, this new video. They're sitting down in a chair or they're kind of sitting up in bed. They're, you know, I've had this range of patients. I haven't just been treating athletes for right. 20 years. No, I, I've literally had eight-year-old to 102 years old, mm -hmm. right? And so, no, I'm not going to tell them <laughs> a frog or stretch straight out <laughs> right. on the ground. That's wrong. And so, so this is something also that's super important is like you said, you're not going to give them this routine of eight things. And I think this is something that we talk about in GMB a lot. And this is in all of our programs too. Uh, but people, people see the collection of movements and they think that they have to do all the movements. Well, I've got right. to do handstands. I've got to be able to do a split. I've got to be able to do this and that and this and the other thing. And we show all these things because these are things people have asked us to show and they are in their own context, good and useful, but we're no, never saying you must do all these things, right? Right. You pick the one or two things that are going to make the biggest difference for you and you focus on those. Right. Right. And, and I think that's the change in the pedagogy from uh, you're working one-to-one -one with someone, whether it's a, a patient in my case or, you know, a personal training client or your kids, or your friends that just come over and say, oh, can you help me with this? Mm -hmm. Or versus trying to teach uh, literally millions of people how right. to do something, right? right? And so that's why every author of every book is dissatisfied with their book. Right. Right. Let me, let me know if there's any author in the audience or if you have any friends or, you know, any <laughs> author that was fully satisfied, you know, especially in in education wise mm. education things now maybe even fiction but especially in things where they're trying to instruct and teach something because li literally everyone i know that has done that they say by the time their their uh words hit print and they're on the paper they almost don't like it anymore like right. straight up don't like it anymore not that they're not proud of it not that they they say that it won't be helpful they're just not like it's wrong oh, not that it's wrong. It's just like, oh, I could have done this or, oh, I just learned this. Right. And so, you know, we're never satisfied. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, you know, in person, of course, we can, we can find like the one or two things that are going to be useful to people. And right. this is what we've tried to do in focus flexibility too, is we have the, the basic assessment positions where you can go and see which positions you are the stiffest in or have the 
your range is most limited and the things that you need to do. And then you can find the one or two stretches to focus on that are going to get you the biggest bang for your buck in that. And we can do that in a program like that, that someone wants to do an assessment and take the time and maybe even ask us questions and do. Right. But if we're making a program for most people for general mobility, we're going to have to include a few things that might not be optimal for some people, but will still be helpful. Right. Right. And, you know, include stuff that will cover a wider array. Right. right. It doesn't mean that the routine is bad and you should only do half of it. The routine is great. It's been working for a ton of people, but it also means that if there's something that you can't do, maybe it's all right to not do that. Right. And, and so that, you know, taking the analogy of, you know, references and books and things like that, it's uh, sort of like the encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. Got everything that these people within that certain few years before and they published the book, right? They published a series of books, you know, anybody have encyclopedias anymore, right? Or I think people of a certain age will remember encyclopedias, right? Yep. And that has all the stuff because that's what it was for. There's supposed to be reference. You're not going to read from uh, volume one, a, you know, to volume 32 ZZ. <laughs> you don't do that you go and you're like it's okay kids this is what you use google for now when you yep. type in the search bar you know what we had to do was look in the contents and, and look at what we want and so in particular uh you know focus flexibility our our program with, with that it's sort of meant to be kind of encyclopedic mm -hmm. right in a way, yeah, we said there's I, nine hours in there, but most people hours. will will not watch all of those. Ideally. Right, they'll, they'll watch the same kind of thirty minutes of the one that they choose to to do, right? And that's the way it's supposed to be, right? I have a a friend of mine that you know, I went do jujitsu with and, and different things, and he's been doing FF now I think a year, year and a half, mm -hmm. and every every week or two I get this message about oh now I get it, <laughs> now I get it. But, it, and the, the thing, cause he was like, oh, I'll just do the routine and then I'll figure it out. But over time, mm -hmm. and you kind of figure it out, but we can't really do that with someone who just wants to move better and, 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 and try to improve in different ways because there's more to it than just flexibility. Right. Right. Yeah. Elements, for example, is, is, is what we've created to have the breadth of flexibility, strength and, and control. And so with that, there's going to be necessarily things like uh, say the lounge chair or, or, you know, this, or uh, another exercise that it, even if you look at it at the kind of the smallest level that we could provide in elements, mm -hmm. it doesn't fit you. Right. It doesn't fit you. So does that mean the whole program doesn't fit you? No, that's wrong. That's the wrong way of thinking. Right. Do the things that you can do. Do the and things you can do. This is the thing with, you know, uh, you know, we're sort of ostensibly talking about stretching here, but clearly this goes a lot broader than that too, is, you know, you have to start where you're at for everything, right? You have to do the things that you can do. You are not going to get very far if you try to mimic and compare yourself to someone who is clearly not in your position. Uh, but you have to just start with where you're at and make the adjustments, focus on the things you can do until you can start over time being able to do more right and hopefully our presentation is is good and it sh tells you that and it shows you that but you have to actually do that for yourself as well right, right. The, the two different things the presentation of the teacher and your mindset approaching it right and both have to be good 
you know, doesn't have to be perfect, but both have to meet somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Right. right. So taking this back to stretch, you know, since this is ostensibly stretching, you know, let's kind of recap a little bit for the first thing. And I like that actually we started with it about like, Oh, what is, why are static stretching is bad and you should never do it. And, and so we analyzed a little bit about that statement itself. And yes, it can be. If, it, if your intent is to convince your body that it's okay to be in a position, then you, and once you force yourself to be in that position because you see this person, you're saying, oh, that's the way I got to look like, that's already wrong. You have started wrong and there's no way that that can end up being anything but wrong. Right. So yes, maybe make that comment of, oh man, I can't even do that. So that's wrong. Um, you know, the, my body doesn't like it. There was another comment on, uh, I think on our IG today, like that's a terrible exercise and your body doesn't like it. I don't recommend it. I'm like it felt fine to me. Yeah. Right. Felt fine to me, but may, but he was probably right for himself. Yeah. But why would he say, oh, I don't recommend it for anybody. That's wrong. That's where you get wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. And so that's the principle for our stretching, for our flexibility in our method. And actually in most people's good teachers method, they're never going to force you into it. They're not no. going to be, what was that? Uh, you know, you, you look at all of these kind of memes and all these kind of things over the last few years, it's always these Chinese gymnasts <laughs> doing the stretches where, where the coach is just slamming down on their hips yeah. and, and like jumping on them. Yeah, it probably worked for them. It probably worked for the three kids out of the thousand that they picked. Right. right. Well, that's, that's the thing is if you're working <laughs> with like the genetically superior three to five year olds, and if you can afford to injure 70% of them irrevocably, Right. Oh, man, if you're allowed totally to do that by your government, then I mean, I guess that's a fine method. <laughs> but if you look beyond that and you look at the really successful teachers of lots of different methods, again, not just us, you know, they're not going to recommend that. So no. th right there, there's the thing right there. You're you're fighting against a very strawy, strawy man right there, <laughs> full of straw, full of straw. And so with that, again, our primary principle is if you have positions that you want to be able to get into mm -hmm. for your sport, for your life. Again, my favorite anecdote is from a plumber, one, yep. of, one of our clients. This was a few years ago. And I think he even replied to someone that said, oh, I don't know about stretching. It's not useful, it's not whatever. And he goes, it's been useful for me. I'm a plumber. I got to get underneath these cabinets. I got to change toilets. You yep. know, I got to do all this stuff. Flexibility, training work for me. And these guys got it. I love that. Yep. Because how can you refute that? For him, that's what he needed to do. Mm -hmm. So maybe we'll take it into weightlifting or, or powerlifting, whatever. If you can't get into a good position to power out of your squat or get into the good deadlift, then you need to figure out a way to do it, right? If you are into martial arts and your kick needs to be a little bit higher, and so you're not just like totally straining to do it, it's not even worth it, then you got to find yourself in a position to do it. If you like yoga, actually, there's another thing. Right. Like a lot of times doing yoga actually doesn't help you to get more flexible in the doing yoga part. Don't say it, man. Don't say it. It's Don't true though. It. <laughs> it's true though. You I know, but some people are going to be really disappointed <laughs> because yoga, yoga makes you flexible, right? Yes. 
but not if you can't do the thing in the first place. Right. Right. So the best yoga teachers and I've had them yeah. will find modifications. Yeah. And then you work on that and you work on that on your own. They don't just go in there and fucking put your head, leg over your head and force it. Well, unless you're ready. Cause I've actually mm. had that done too by qualified, right. Genuine people. So yes, that works. But again, this is nuance. This is why we can always qualify every statement. Right. But, but that's the thing. If, and we've always said it again and again, if you want to be able to get your body and to do certain things, then you're going to have to figure out a way to do it. And stretching is the way, you know, stretching doesn't work. That doesn't even make any damn sense. Retraining <laughs> doesn't work. Then building yep. your bones up through resistance training doesn't work. Then right. Endurance training doesn't work. Endurance Swimming doesn't, doesn't work. work. Physics doesn't work. Nope. The earth is flat. That's wrong. It's definitely wrong. Our bodies are dynamic systems. We are either constantly changing every day or we're dead. Right. That's body does adapt to stimulus. That's fucking physics. These are the laws of the fucking universe. It's true. You can't escape it. Stretching doesn't work. You cannot escape the fact that stretching works. Sorry. Stretching works in this universe. (laughs) Maybe you're in a different universe than us, but that's what it is, man. Wolf's law. The body changes. If if you don't change, you're dead. This is the whole point of of GMB, of actually the whole physical culture movement, Mm -hmm. is that we can change our bodies. We can change our bodies. It just takes time. We're all too goddamn impatient sometimes. Me too. Yeah. Oh, me Me too. too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I have absolutely contemplated giving up on something when it wasn't as easy as I immediately thought it was going to be. Dude. So many times. So many times. Who doesn't? Who is the saint? So, you know, I mean, we talk about these things and say, don't do this, but it's not, we're not saying that you're dumb or bad if you, if you think that way, because we think that way. Right. Everyone does. The difference is that we also know, like from our experience deeply that it is possible. And you can move past it. You can, you go can past even it. move past this way of thinking. We've yeah. done it ourselves. I'm doing it right now. So, you know, Andy, you always laugh because every, every few years I try and do a different martial art. Again. Right. Right. And so this time I'm learning from my friend over in Germany, uh, Bagua. And it's hard, man. I'm just like, oh, right. It is hard. And the other day I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> right. Why am I doing this? Because it's fun, first of all, and I like getting better. Yeah. So you can change that. And then we've, we've seen that with our clients and our patients and, and our people that are buying all our online programs, they make changes. Yeah. If we didn't see that, we wouldn't be here. Right. And the thing Even, is, yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, is you can't say, well, I tried it, but I didn't make any changes in my life at all. And I really didn't give it a fair shot. So it doesn't work. Right. Like that's, that's just not the way it works. Right. So, you know, that like for something to work, you have to make changes, right? So for stretching to work, you have to make changes. You have to do this consistently. You have to do it the right way. You have to make adjustments to the stretches maybe and do the one, you know, make them more appropriate for you perhaps, but you have to make changes and you have to keep doing it. And over time, if you do that, you, you will prove to yourself that change is possible, that you can get beyond that and that you can improve. And this is why like this podcast, you know, everything that we've talking about over the last, you know, 40 minutes or so is wide ranging because that yeah. applies to everything, yeah. everything in your, in your, in our lives. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes a little bit of trust. It takes good information. It takes all of these things, but what it really takes 
is time. Yeah. It takes time. And so that's actually a really good uh, sort of metaphor for this whole thing is we've rambled this whole 45 minutes or so. Uh, but it does take time for us to get to the point sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, also too, and we talk about this a lot. We, we, we really do tend to think holistically. Yeah. Because it's part of, uh, part of who we are. It's part of our experiences. It's part of our company, part of our, like the way we approach training, but it's also because of, uh, just that's the way things work. Everything is a totality. Everything depends on, every, you know, you can get philosophical and, and all of these different things. Yeah. But you, even with that, you know, you have to understand that all of these things, you know, do fit together. And anytime you're trying to zero in on like stretching or, you know, strength or whatever, it's just one part of the whole. Right. 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 So it's a long way of saying that, yes, it, it's hard and it's difficult, but it does work. You put in the time and we're not just saying, do it, don't, you know, trust us all. Don't, don't ask any questions. That's not what we're saying. We're just no. saying, you know, give it a fair shot or, you know, realize other people have this, are in the same boat as you, right? Maybe not that person that's teaching it, you know, mm -hmm. maybe not me who's actually can do a squat, right? But I, you know. I can tell you how to do certain things to get to that point. Right. Just like yeah. any teacher, like any good teacher can. Yeah, absolutely. So takeaway message is really broad, but it's mostly just to understand that you can get past any kind of sticking point. Right. You can, you absolutely can. If the sticking point is in stretching uh, that article we talked about FF, those are good things, right? The sticking point is something else. Well, we probably have something with that too. Send us an email and we'll try to help, you know, but definitely don't, don't dismiss out of hand the possibility of improvement. Uh, and and don't, don't make ignorant comments on our YouTube channel, please. It, makes me, it <laughs> please. just makes me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot of that comes down to giving yourself the benefit of the doubt too. It does. It does. You know, there, there's a reason why you're seeking out these things and, you're, and you want to improve and you're trying to improve. Well, give yourself that benefit of the doubt and, and give it a shot. Give it an actual try. All right. And that is going to be the end. Thank you for listening. And I hope that helps. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>